0: Hey, we are here! Finally! Finally, finally, finally! And, Jerry, guess what I did today? What did you do today? I hooked up the microphone! So we can hear you today where we couldn't last time. And most people
1: are going, damn it,
0: it was going so well! (laughs) No, I I am pretty sure um, that most people who listen to our podcast would wish that I would be quiet more... And you would, and you would talk more because you definitely bring well, the you bring the intelligence to this uh, this duo here for sure. It's not what I thought you was going to say. What do you think I was going to say? That bring the good looks to the duo. Oh.
1: oh, we established that many years ago. Oh, that's what whatever they it say. is. I make it look good. Exactly, that's what they say.
0: Well, you know, we'll just have to agree. We're going to, We're going to have to agree to disagree again today. Um, we're gonna have a
1: long list of those
0: guys. Welcome to newsworthy. Glad, uh, glad you're here. Uh, hopefully, you can hear Jerry now. Uh, that's good. And for our live listeners, you're gonna get a double shot of us this week. As Sunday, we're going to be live with uh, Clay, Clay as we're recording for next week. All right, no, in 18 days, I'll be on vacation, so that episode will air then. So, But so if you listen only, live... Yes, only the people listening live will catch it yeah, on Sunday. You want to listen to it?
1: Until week of 9-11. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Clay will be with us there in-house. And I I think that we should have wine when Clay's here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, even if we haven't met a milestone, which...
1: We are drinking today because we hit yet another milestone. Woo! 700 downloads. Yeah. So, cheers. Mm. Cheers, indeed.
0: Tonight, it's Oliver Sweet Red. Woo! Not our absolute favorite, but a a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Brett. Welcome welcome to the live show. Not going to say anything like Brett was the reason that the show's late today or anything. (laughs) Not putting that squarely on Brett's shoulders, but...
1: (laughs) And, and I'm just kidding. He'll be happy to know that my dad joke of the week is in honor of him, Truly, and my daughter, Nikki. Oh, really? Absolutely. I guess I'll just go ahead and mention that. Um, did you know that they say three out of two people are bad at fractions? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Brent and Truly. Um, and, Nikki. and Nikki. And Nikki. All you weird math people. <laughs> Gosh. You actually said that to me earlier
1: today, You're talking about Brett. Truly, both of them, I think. You said they majored in math. You're like, who knows? Truly, Nikki. Oh, it, truly, Nikki. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He majored in engineering. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, we, we, why do we surround ourselves with such smart people? Is it to make ourselves feel smart? Because, well, in my defense, but, the
1: one that I surround myself with so much, I didn't really have a choice. It's my daughter. So I passed the jeans to her. So she really didn't have a choice.
0: Oh, I see. I see. That's my story. And I'm sticking with listen, it. Listen, I'm just telling you because Twitter today thinks I'm a twit. <laughs> 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 I have, I was telling, I was telling Jerry today, I always, I've had Twitter for several years. I use it to promote the podcast, I use it to promote my real estate business, I use it. Very much from the periphery. I don't I don't get into the weeds on Twitter because Twitter is a cesspit of toxic toxicity that I don't need in my life. I'm not a toxic person, I'm not a bad person, a down person, but today I got in the weeds. And I have been called everything but a white milk cow today on Twitter. I've been called That's a the I've been called a bootlicker. I've been called a sycophant. Uh, a sycophant. I've been called. How know you pronounce that word? I don't even know. One of those two is okay. correct. So I figured I I'd you. do it both ways. And that I way, wondered. I'm, I'm right at least. I'm like a broken clock. We'll have I, to
1: get one of our smart friends or relatives to let us know right what's
0: correct. Right.
1: But anyway, go ahead and tell them what it's about. Well, <sighs> Kentucky hero and and favorite son. Second second favorite. We decided last week, I think it was Mr. Jack Goose Gibbons. Still special. Sure. And, and far and away our number
0: one favorite. Still today, the man. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And anyway, it, number two, local boy. Yeah, Rex Chapman. Well, Rex Chapman, for those people who don't know, is, and if you follow him on Twitter, you do know, is an absolute bleeding art liberal. He's never met a conservative he likes, period. And that's fine, whatever. I don't you know, I, I, I seriously don't begrudge anybody. If they believe in what they say. And and you know, I don't care if you're Obama or Trump or whoever, if you live how you believe, um, kudos to you. I'm not gonna argue with you. Uh um, debate. We might debate, we might have a conversation, but I'm not going to absolutely like just blister you because we disagree. Just because that's what you, want. you know, that's that's what's wrong with the world. We're too, in my opinion, we're too hard at hard headed toward each other.
1: Um, I also like the way Apostle Paul put it in the Bible, by the way, when he said, "I have a reason for my belief." That transfers directly to politics. If
0: you have a reason for what you believe, I respect that. Yeah. We've always said that we didn't necessarily think Bush was our favorite president, Bush Jr., W, but we always believed that whatever came out of his mouth was 100% what he believed
1: yeah. And to make it fair to the other side, we've also said pretty much the exact same thing about Barack Obama and Bernie Sanders. Yeah, absolutely Bernie
0: Sanders. We, uh, we think
1: he's a nutcase. We think he's far at left field. We also believe that he's sincere in what he believes. Yeah. He thinks that what
0: he's saying is the right yeah. thing. As he purchases his three mansions yes. all over the country. and <laughs> I can have this, but you can have this. <laughs> the government's not going to pay for yours. Sorry. Terrible Bernie Sanders impression. We got off on such a tangent from <gasps> Rex Chapman. yeah, sorry. So Rex Chapman posted today, or he tweet tweeted today, or tweet today, or whatever you call that. I don't know, and I don't care to be blunt. Tweeted, tweeted. Okay, these, and, and we're talking in reference. This is, I'm assuming the contact, the contextual part of this is in response to Biden's uh, ten thousand dollar student loan forgiveness program. Ten to twenty. Program. Depending up on the top, um, he, he, he this is what he posted because that obviously got a lot of red red state and uh, Republican blowback. Uh, but this is what he said, and I quote: "These wealthy conservative elected leaders who shit on education, but send their kids to private schools and university, whose kids get out of school and have jobs lined up on Wall Street." don't want your kids to have free access to college because the military makes more sense for them. And I disagreed with that. <laughs> and I, there's at least 30 or 40 different responses to what I said. To the people who brought a honest critique and a question, kudos to you. You, what the, you are what the world needs. Regardless, we agree or disagree. Um, to the people who decided that immediately I'm a twit, I am a bootlicker, and all of the other stuff that they said that is not eligible to be listened to on this show, um, you you people are the problem. Period. You're the problem. Now, Jerry and I sit here over dinner, and we talked about forever the, we went back and forth, and we finally, after disagreeing vehemently at the beginning, because we had a misunderstanding, uh, figured out that we actually 100% agree on the end. Um, but By the way, let me interject. That all started but Hello,
1: Leticia. Glad you're here. Hello, Leticia. That all started our disagreement because I simply said that overall, I agree with what Biden did. I also said, I don't know if the numbers are where they ought to be. But I read a report yesterday that said that since 1980, um, college tuition has become more than three times as expensive as it was then. And that's after accounting for inflation. It also said that the average student who graduates with debt, obviously the ones who are basically living in poverty because some of those get a full ride, some of those who are incredibly smart, like your son who had a full ride because of his 4.0 GPA and Josh is incredibly smart. Are those who are incredibly rich graduates with, those are the only ones who graduates usually with no debt. For those who do graduate with debt, it's gone up by more than five times. So my point was it's becoming harder for the average poor to middle-class guy to afford college. After
0: we talked for that, at first, Steve was like, no, no way. You're part of this problem that wants to give everything to everyone. To me, it's all about who pays for it. We are already $30 trillion in debt, and we just keep hemorrhaging money to all these different places, all these different programs. And folks, I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Our national debt is our greatest national security risk. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. 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 So unless you have a plan in place, like we discussed, to cut something or to just be blunt and say, hey, we're going to raise everybody's taxes to pay for this. But don't increase the debt. But don't increase the debt anymore. We We can't afford it. Absolutely. We also
1: agreed that what Tennessee does is probably a good place to start. Tennessee, for a few years now has said that the first two years of community college will be paid for there there are several stipulations you can't drop out if you do you're gonna have to pay back money um it can't be more than two years it's only for the first two years of community college that made it free for all residents of the state of tennessee and steve and i both think that that's a good place to start and if you're in need there should be um, a place close enough for you to be able to drive so that we're only talking about tuition and books. We're not talking about any room and board. Food. It, it should be, food be a food program. Board. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're saying that would be great if that
0: was the first two years. And was, you know what? was free. And you know what? What's if that? you need a four-year degree, you earn it right there. Well, You show you're going to do the work right there.
1: In the first two years. In the first two years. And then after that, you should have no problem getting some financial aid and exactly. be able to take out loans for the rest of it for your last two years. I'm fine with that. I absolutely. think what Tennessee's doing is a great idea, though. And absolutely. And
0: so you have to do loans. So you, you you have to do, but you're only getting two years' worth of loans at that point. Yep. You know, so I don't disagree with that. i just, my biggest concern and my biggest thing, I, I put on, the, on Twitter, doesn't it have to devalue everyone's college. And, and the thought... That I was coming with that from wasn't that you don't have to do the work. That, as an example, in high school right now, everything's to the bottom common denominator because they want everybody to pass. Okay, that's if you were an educator, I apologize. Um, But if you take a step back and look, that's what's happening in our our education system right now. Not everything, but a lot of it. Not everything. A lot of it. A lot of it. And it's really, the only people that hurts are our kids. You know, there's a reason. How should you do it? I have no idea. Because if you want to be at the top of the heap, then you have to do best practices from Japan. Japan goes to school, what,
1: Twelve okay. hours
0: a day, seven days a week? I don't think we need to go there. But the, no.
1: the first thing we need to do is to do away with our archaic system that was built upon an agricultural society where school was nine months and yeah, you let them I, out school for three months for for you know, during the summer, which the reasoning was that was the prime time for farmers when they needed help in the fields. Well, guys, that, I was born in 1965. I was going to school starting in what? 72. That wasn't an issue back then. It's certainly not now. So we need to move away from a system that's geared toward that. Another hour or so per day. Um, Why not another hour a day? And
0: you break, I'm not sure, I'm not opposed to having three months off in a year. You got to have a chance. Just like, well, here's the thing you don't do it all at one time. Studies have shown repeatedly that the memory retention between school years falls dramatically. So why not do two weeks at a time? But why give the three months? Why does
1: it need? Why not take it to six weeks? see,
0: This is why I love our listeners. Brett pulls out a very good point. He says, and they should stop allowing students to pay $100,000 for a bogus degree in something like gender studies.
1: You and I (laughs) talked about that. One of the things that needs to happen... is they need to do needs analysis surveys for classes yes. and determine if there is a need. I get this because my brother was a assistant professor uh, in a tech school for many years. And years ago, the tech schools were totally separate from the community colleges. They merged at one point. And it was a huge adjustment for them because they were always used to having to do a needs uh, a adjustment survey for every program, which simply said, what do we think the need for this program is going to be in a year, five years, ten years. And what they found is that there was a few areas, and cosmetology and law enforcement were two of the worst. They had two, 300 students that wanted to enroll and teachers that wanted to teach that many students, and they were doing surveys saying, guys, in five years, we're only going to need 35 per year. Yeah. How about the other 365 guys that were teaching? Yeah. Where are they going? These aren't guys who want to leave. So, yes, first we need to make sure that there's a need and that there will be jobs available for these people. Uh, Start
0: there. It needs to be needs-based. Yes. I think that that absolutely is part of the problem. And and Brett's absolutely right. We don't need to pay $100,000 to teach somebody about gender studies. And what do you do with that degree? All this crap. Underwater basket weaving or history degrees. You know, you're not
1: going to teach it, and if you're in – you know, the suburbs of Washington, D.C. where I spent 20 years, yeah, there's a good chance that you can go get involved with some think tank and you might get a job.
0: Listen, and this me, part the world, me, What are you going to do with that? Let me go stop ahead. you for just a second. I just want to say that, you know, when you lived in D.C., I came out a couple of times, right? and one day, you know, you went with this, and then there was one time that you didn't, and I took the boys. They were young. Up to D.C. We went to D.C., and then we went in some of the surrounding areas, and the education, and the way it I disagree with a lot of what the federal government does. A lot. But the way that they had the exhibits at the battlefields and the the buildings and oh gosh, the Smithsonian was just I, I could live in the Smithsonian. Absolutely. That's done a hundred percent right. And it should be. That's our nation's capital. Everything should be T's sure. crossed, I's dotted. But I just wanted to say that was amazing.
1: Was. I, I always it, loved that. You mentioned about being in the nation's capital, but when you were talking about the battlefields and all that, you probably weren't talking no. about the nation's capital. Virginia. You were talking no. about Fredericksburg there where I lived, which yep. was you know, Fredericksburg is quite unique. It's fifty miles north of Richmond, which was the the capital of the Confederacy. It's fifty miles south of Washington, DC, which was the capital of the Union, obviously. So there was a ton of battles fought in and around uh, Fredericksburg. So to this day, there's still a ton of battlefields and yeah. cemeteries
0: and all I would all that. love to get out there with my metal detector. And I know it's oh, illegal.
1: No, 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 no. Really? Do that. In many places. It's illegal in certain areas. Yeah. But that's hey, a huge
0: pastime up there. Here in Kentucky, it's illegal on any known battlefield. Like oh, really. the battlefield down in Perryville, you cannot go out there with your metal I detector. I know that there's several battlefields.
1: I do not know which one, but I had a guy that worked for me, Richard, something that That was a big hobby of his, and he's brought in belt buckles and coins that he's found from that time period. He even found a part uh, of a sword, but it was was a small part and didn't have much value. It was like the middle of the sword, but
0: so interesting. Anyway, I just want to tell everybody I'm not a twit. I'm not a bootlicker. But I think we should have room for different ideas. Absolutely. Education shouldn't be free to everybody. Too many people take advantage and end up with a bogus degree of gender studies for $100,000 on our dime. And it almost always okay. helps
1: when you have some skin in the game. Yeah, absolutely. How poor, how rich. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Don't, if you're the parents of, a, you know, if you're incredibly rich, don't. Pay 100% of it. Oh. Make them work a little bit.
0: Make yep. them have some skin in Or have hand. a grade set. You know, I'll help you as long as you have this GPA. Hmm. You know, they have to have something in it hmm. to make it worth it to them. Or it becomes nothing. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to take that long. <laughs> We're going to do three topics tonight, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Also, just so you know, we've already... Uh, the bottle of Oliver uh, sweet red. It's almost gone. It, no, it is gone. I mean, we got a little bit in our cup, but it's it's gone. Yep, <laughs> We've got to either A, make our milestones bigger, or B, make our bottles bigger. <laughs> You know, I think I really
1: prefer the second option. Yeah, I do too. It sounds much better. And actually, our next bottle is twice the size. Oh, I can't we wait. will have to share that with an additional person, Clay. Yeah. Even so, that's more than we're getting now. So. Yeah. Well, could be fun time.
0: <laughs> so our topic. Well, how was your week? First of all, well, that's what I was getting to. You know, in real estate, the biggest question I get is how much a roof costs. Really? Yeah. I tell them it's it, it's free. It's on the house. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Because you had to go in there because you are in real estate. So.
1: And I could actually see a lot of people asking that question. They
0: really do. And, and it's the truth. And unfortunately, the answer is not free. <laughs> yep.
1: Um And unfortunately, it's probably a wide range. Huge difference between a house with a flat roof on both sides and a house with 14 gables.
0: Yes. Um roofs are based um from my understanding i'm not a roofer i don't claim to be i didn't sleep in a holiday Inn Express last night uh, but roofs are based by the number of creases yep so the more creases the more expense yep uh bluntly if you have a ranch style house with two sides cheap <laughs> not cheap there's nothing cheap about a roof but what is a cheap roof 10 grand? <sighs> no, no. You can Less do You that. can do yeah. it. If, if they don't have to replace the plywood, if it's just a shingle job, you know, you could get one, six, seven thousand. What about... And that's that? here in Kentucky, in California, which, by the way, I just want to bring it up. And I don't want to thank our, our California folks. We got like 15 downloads in California. I don't know why. I don't know if they're in that small pocket around Sacramento that actually kind of tilt red because... In, in in San Diego, they're not listening to Newsworthy because we probably are too far right or center for them. Uh, San
1: Francisco is probably not either. No.
0: Nope. So, you know, I just. Um, we also need to throw the Georgia folks in here. Georgia, <laughs> man, we love you, Georgia. Yes, we do. <laughs> Georgia is number two for us on, on downloads behind Kentucky. Um, obviously, we're based in Kentucky, so we should have more Kentucky downloads, I feel. Uh, One would think. But Georgia, man, Georgia, y'all are number two. Tennessee is number three. And then it goes weird all over the country. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, I, I, I don't have enough platitudes to thank you with. I, I run out of words. I need to steal a thesaurus or something. Um, but anyway, uh, where was I going with that? You were asking about Ruse. You're weak. Ah, listen. We don't talk about religion on our show, and we that much. that is a that is a decision that we made, um, uh, because it doesn't. We don't feel like in this this type of show it, it, it's going to help anything. It's going to help anything. Going to convert anyone. It's going to piss
1: some people off, and that's all.
0: Yeah, and and but I gotta say, this last week, I have been very blessed, and awesome. uh, I. I honestly believe that when you are blessed, you are to bless someone else. That's why you're blessed to bless someone else. And if if that just means me saying it live or live here on the that 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 happens that that the glory doesn't isn't mine, then that's what I have to do. And I I know it's a little departure from what we usually do,
1: but I don't even think it's getting into religion. I think it's the most truth. People, no matter what religion or lack of religion, maybe that it's believing karma. Most people believe that, you know, if you do good sooner or later, it's going to come back to you.
0: And I just, I, I literally, I the, the, that's this week. This week has been a blessing to me. Awesome. Um, it's very tiring, and I've worked a lot. Um, today I started at 3.15 this morning. So, and I'm still going. It's 9.15 now. Yep. Um, but that is part of the blessing. So, I just got to say that and, and just, you know, we don't do it all. <laughs> That's all Dang I got clues. for that. Yeah. Now, <sighs> saying that, we got some really, <laughs> really uh, different topics tonight. A little bit. Um, what are you covering tonight, Jerry? I'm going to be covering the
1: FBI search of Mar-a-Lago for classified documents, uh, specifically taking a look at uh, things that Trump has said uh, since then, and trying to fact check a few of those statements. Good. I don't know if it's good or not, but yeah. so <laughs> well, I mean you know Trump. This one is kind of like religion. Sorry to interrupt, but this oh. one's kind of like religion. It really polarizes people. They, it's not one of those that most people are going to be ambivalent about. They're either, most people really uh, like Trump and support him wholeheartedly, or really dislike him. So. What I'm saying is hopefully going to fact check a few things and hopefully doesn't piss too many people off. It's certainly not the, the reason for it.
0: But anyway, your topic. Well, it, uh, Trump, uh, politics is very divisive. It is. You know, and I think that one thing that we try to do on this show is show that, hey, folks can disagree. And at the end of the day, have a nice glass of wine together.
1: That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to get on Twitter and call each other twits, twits, and and bootlickers, <laughs> and. By the way, what's it? Twitter is called tweets. What is uh, True Social called? They I have, have a name one. for that. I've, I, I've heard it, but I've heard I heard don't that. even own that. Neither. <coughs> unlike you, Jerry, I did sign up for it. Unlike you, I don't
0: even have
1: TikTok yet. <laughs> I have TikTok, and believe it or not, you were talking earlier about Twitter. And the cesspool that it was, I guess it shows how little I know of social media. I actually thought there was two worse than Twitter. I thought Facebook and Reddit were both worse than Twitter. Uh, I, well, have, I don't think so. I have long been a member of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, but I use them almost none. I just got sick and tired of the crap. Uh, the, the Facebook deal was... They sold their information too much. And when I read a report two, three, four years ago that they had actually sold the private messages, the private DMs. Oh, wow. That was the final straw. And uh, just said I
0: I'll be back this. in like, you know, uh, 20 minutes. I got to go delete some stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: claimed at the time that it was completely anonymous, that no one would ever be able to figure out who anyone was. Whatever. Are you kidding me? Whatever. If they sold your DMs, may, maybe for many people it would be anonymous. Well, you can't tell me that there's not enough information there. Somebody really wanted to, to figure out who a lot of these people are. So, I, I just, yeah. That's
0: crazy. That so, was too much. So, tonight I'm going to do and cover my topic. Okay, let's just... Put it out there. The topic I'm covering tonight is very broad. Uh, A little bit. We're going to cover a few of the bad baddies, and then some statistics as to why and where and how, and just some mind-blowing numbers. Bad
1: baddies Uh, of what?
0: Oh, I guess, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be covering serial killers Serial killers. So, as if last week wasn't dark (laughs) enough... (laughs) said we was going to lighten this show up, and you're, you're doing Trump, and I'm doing serial killers. So <laughs> Two things that probably piss people off more than last week's stuff. What the heck? <laughs> YOLO, right? Uh, YOLO, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you only live once. Oh, okay. Good deal. I, I knew that was a thing back there, and I had heard it, and it probably just... I got it from my
1: daughter who used to. Uh-huh. It. it was one of our big things.
0: YOLO. Yolo. Interesting. I wonder. Never mind. What? Mm-mm. I'll ask you after the show. <laughs> Some things are best left not on air. If you insist. No, I do. I do. Man. So you want to go first? You know. Yeah,
1: what? I don't care to go first, but Oliver's not that bad either. It's not mean, really, it's one the reason we got oliver originally i think you bought it because it was at walmart and it was the like only walmart. sweet red that was already cold. Yeah. already cold yeah so at it was like minute, seven
0: bucks a bottle something yeah crazy cheap
1: and it's already cold you don't have to buy it you know a day ahead of time and yeah remember to put it in the refrigerator it's already <laughs> cold
0: yeah so also we really 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 want to drink again next wednesday and really need 75 more downloads <laughs> so uh, feel free to download all our episodes again and <laughs> get us back up to 800. Now, that brings it up. I mean, we we, we, we still haven't got to our topics. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: What time did we start? Wasn't
0: it like an hour ago? Yeah, we, we, we're 30 minutes in and haven't even started our topics yet. I thought it was an hour. Good. So anyway, uh, when we hit a 1,000, When we hit a thousand downloads, we gotta do something like maybe we'll get Mochi's Munchies to build make us a cake or something. I mean, you're diabetic, so that's probably not a good idea. Because I I we like, said we were gonna drink all night for that. We oh, didn't say that. Well, that's like an hour and a half. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, two bottles of this, and I'm I'm not I'm, I'm like crashing on your couch. I'm not I'm not going <laughs> home with that because that's too it's too dangerous. Very true. true.
1: No, okay. I agree, I was kidding about the all night. I don't know what we will do,
0: but we will certainly have to make it memorable. Listen, the last time I remember drinking all night, and I'll just tell this funny story. I don't care. <laughs> you know Dave. Yes. Uh, if anyone, you know, knows us, knows Dave. Um, if you don't know Dave, Dave is one of my best friends. I've known him for 30 years. And back in the day, Dave and I used to put away un- <coughs> imaginable amounts of alcohol, like most youth did back in the 90s, right? Right. So Dave and I worked together, and one night we got off work, it was just he and I and my buddy Scott. We went to my house and, of course, Dave was the only one that was 21, so please don't hold this against this. This happened 30 years ago. Statute of limitations is off. Don't come <laughs> at me. Don't come at me, bro. Um, We go home, and there is a half gallon of Jim B at my house, full. And we start drinking. It's good. You know, we're mixing it with Coke or Dr. Pepper or whatever, and it's great. Well, about after the third or fourth drink, we run out of Dr. Pepper or Coke, and it's midnight. In in the small town I was raised, nothing's open, nothing. So we start raiding the counter. The only thing that was available in my counter that we could mix this with was pineapple juice, hot pineapple juice in the can. You remember when pineapple juice used to yep. come in that big half-gallon can? You can still buy it that way. So we, <laughs> we started mixing this Jim Beam with his pineapple juice, and Dave got so sick. He got so sick, he looked like a fountain. And I rolled him over on his side because I thought he was going to, like, pull a John Bonham. (laughs) I was afraid for his life. And, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure that if you go to that apartment today, even after the carpet's been changed 14 times in 30 years... You can still probably smell that Jim Beam in that particular spot because he didn't make it to a bed; he was in the floor. <laughs> well,
1: if nothing else, I think we will figured out how to get some of your your old good stories—in other words, the blackmail material—out <laughs> of you. Just, just
0: feed just me wine, a right? Of glasses of wine and. Good to go. Feed me wine. Hey, okay, real quick. I know we're running already short of time.
1: Um, for the entire show.
0: For the entire show. But listen, I was I was dealing with a client today, in all seriousness, who, you know, I started a part-time job. I'm driving people to doctor's appointments and stuff like that, and, and it's a, it, it, I've met a lot of awesome people already. One of the people I've met today, and I'm not going to mention names, obviously I can't for, for privacy reasons but was a drug addict, and we were giving her a ride to uh, a Suboxone clinic, a Suboxone clinic, and we had a amazing conversation. It was like a 30-minute ride both ways, so it was a long conversation, and I really want to cover, and I really want to dig deep maybe in a few shows about the problems with drugs in America. I know we've touched on a couple of issues, and we, we've touched on it in a couple of different, Shows, but we've not committed an entire show to it, and I really want to do that. Just so you know, uh, because it is a it is something that, regardless of who you are, what color you are, what sex you are, um, who you sleep with, um, how old you are, how young you are, this is something that is ravaging small towns across America. It's ravaging neighborhoods in big cities across America, yeah. and there is no end to it. And it's only getting worse as the chemicals get stronger. I mean, there's a whole street that the city of Philadelphia has deemed inoperable for their police to go because it's so bad. And we just need to dig into that if you don't care. I know that's a hard, nasty, blah topic, but, you know, that's what we're here for. I will add this. Sure. I read an article
1: yesterday that I think is a great example of how to not react the way that we shouldn't react to it. The state of California, the legislature passed a law that was going to have a beta test program. Three cities, LA, San Francisco, and one more city, was going to begin giving drugs, illegal drugs, to whoever wanted them in a controlled medical setting. They weren't going to buy the drugs, but if you brought the drugs in, they would administer them to you in a safe, secure environment with medical supervision. What's the purpose? I think that supposedly would save lives. I didn't read the entire article. I got so upset. Now, I will say this. The legislature passed it. Newsom vetoed the law. So it is not going into effect. Newsom vetoed a law. Gavin Newsom vetoed this law. Oh, he's running for president. um, Effect. (laughs) But I just could not believe that. Then I read something that blew my mind even more. We already have three or four cities around the country that are already doing this. New York City's one, at (sighs) least in parts of it. That started to test. It's not citywide. And I'm thinking, are you flipping kidding me? You know, I've... I've had many different ideas, some better than others, on how we can try to combat drugs. And overall, my stance is I just don't have a clue. Uh, One of the more controversial things that I've said is that years ago, Marion Barry, the, the, the crazy mayor of Washington, D.C., the guy who went to prison because he was caught doing cocaine with a prostitute in the hotel room proceeded to do his prison term, got out, and was re-elected as mayor of Washington, D.C. <laughs> <D. laughs> I love Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> he said something years ago. Hookers and that, blow. <laughs> and
0: there you go. Hookers and blow. That's a great, that's a great slogan. What does he use that Hookers and blow. A hookers chicken with a pot. <laughs> yeah. A chicken with some
1: pot. There I remember one time playing at your house with uh, D&D, and you had to put goals or something. <laughs> have that's what i wrote Have. <laughs> anyway to get back on topic uh he said that he thought that we need to legalize drugs all drugs legalize them all very controversial topic i get it i'm not so sure that he's wrong the the war on drugs has been extremely uh it hasn't worked it really hasn't worked we've been doing this for 30 40 years and there are more people hooked on drugs. There are more people doing drugs than ever before. There's more drugs in America than ever before. How they harder and getting harder and Stronger harder. all the time. So how in the world can we say that we have in any way been effective with our war on drugs? It isn't working. No. Period. And I have,
0: just before we do the show, I have homework for all of our listeners. I want you to go to YouTube and go, YouTube uh, videos of people on Flacca. For example, basalts, insane scary stuff, it's incredibly scary stuff. Just, I mean, how would you? And think to yourself, if you were to encounter this person in a park, and they want, what do you do? I mean, and a lot of. Now now I'm going it, into the weeds. I'm sorry, you are, but
1: now consider that the basalts that this guy's on. It's not illegal. No, you can, buy them. Them at you can go buy them at Walmart. You can buy them at 7-Eleven. You can buy them at Super America.
0: Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. That's what gets really scary. Rand Paul, and we're getting way off topic, but we'll save that. Let's just save that for the show. Rand Paul had a very good statement. He said that we can never uh, uh, legislate because the legislation always is behind the next thing. And it is, pretty much. So. And And, it and more and
1: more so as technology continues oh, really? to get better. The technology is now. I read a report a while back about exactly what you're talking about. The synthetic drug markets are coming in from China. They are coming up with drugs far quicker than we are able to even realize that they're a problem and pass laws to prohibit them. Right. By the time we do, they've already got... Ten more for every one that yeah. we make illegal. They've got ten well, more. The channel's right our friend, right? Cindy. Sure, they're our friend. <laughs> I'm just and always, you know they they, they care about America. Live in Russia as well.
0: <laughs> well, I mean we <laughs> we are we are forty minutes in. Forty minutes. So we haven't even touched on
1: our topics. Neither one. We've barely just said what our topics are. <laughs> This is why we need to quit drinking. No, this is why we need to do, according to some of our listeners, a two-hour show. Yeah, you know, two hours might give us. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I've, I'm not going to be able to cover a third of my information for this. Me topic. either. There's me no either. Um,
0: uh, me either. But you know, I, I'm going to say one more thing about the drugs, and then I'm going to save the rest for the, the dedicated show. episode. Yes, there are people in California because of the three strikes law that is on in prison for the rest of their life for marijuana charges. Yes. And marijuana is now legal in California. Yeah. I saw a meme the other day. I think I may have told
1: you about it. A guy who got out of, and I have no idea if it's true or not, probably not. It's a meme. Uh, but anyway, a guy gets out of prison, and he's standing beside the road looking up at a billboard, and he says, I just got out of prison today, served 30 years for a marijuana sentence. And he's looking at a billboard that says, We deliver cannabis to your house. (laughs) He's like, "You kidding me? I went to prison for thirty years. Thirty years of somebody's life. Bring
0: to your house. Thirty years of somebody's life for that. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Anywho, anywho. Wow, man, we are, we are. I'm having a good time tonight. Maybe I should get up at three a.m. every time we do a podcast. Yeah, maybe we should
1: just BS for another 10, 15 more minutes and call it a show and <laughs> wait till next week to cover these topics. We, there's no way we can do anywhere near justice to those oh,
0: topics. well, let's get into some, uh, let's, let's we'll do, at least cover yours. Okay, let's do that. Let's at least get into some facts and figures and, and some fun stuff. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about this, and the reason this comes up today uh, is because I saw a, a, an article, and I want to say it was an article from uh, MSN, and they were talking about the likelihood of Americans. No, 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 that's not true. The, the 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 article said that America has the most serial killers of any country in the known world. Uh and that kind of struck me as like, wait, why is that? What is what is the the pre? Why do we have more serial killers than anybody? So some some facts about serial killers and, that I wanted to bring up, and I it just fascinated me. First of all, if you listen to podcasts, we didn't do a a, 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 a local business today, but. There's a lot of really good podcasts. I don't like sending my people other places, but there's a lot of great murder mystery podcasts that cover serial killers a lot. So check those guys out for sure. Because I've always just been completely um, mystified, I guess is the word, by serial killers. I, I, I don't understand the lack of empathy that people have developed over whatever time that allows them not only to kill once, I can almost understand killing somebody in a moment of passion or a moment rage. of, you know, rage or, Oh, you're trying to hurt my family. I'm going to take you out. I can almost justify that in my mind. The pathologic, the the, path, the the pathology behind, I'm going to sit here I'm going to watch you for two weeks and then I'm going to take you out and then I'm going to go to the next one that I'm going to watch for two weeks and I'm going to do everything I did to you, except I'm going to do it cleaner on this one, and I'm going to add this twist to the next one. And then I'm going to do the exact same thing again and again and again, trying to fill this void. And maybe it's like a drug to them. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, it's a lot of stuff. There it is. It, it, wow. I just got to say wow, because when I got in to start digging in, digginining. How is that not a word? There you go. (laughs) Uh, Webster's, I will have a trademark on that word by the end of the day. You can add it if you like, but uh, please uh, just know that I coined that word. Me and George W. now have things in common. We make our words on the fly. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about some statistics. Let's just get out of this because I'm drowning. (laughs) There are 15,000 murders in the United States annually. Sounds like a lot, but if you think about the fact that we have over 300 million people, it's not really that bad. That sounds really terrible for the people that are involved in that. That's really bad, but um, given the scope of how many people there are in the country, is what I'm what I'm getting at
1: there. How does that number the countries? Did you research that?
0: I didn't. I didn't get out of the United States except for when we get to the next topic part of it. Um, Out of the 15,000, though,
1: 150
0: are actually uh, attributed every year to serial killers. killers. The mid-1980s was the serial killer heyday. In in 1987, we had over 163 active serial killers in America. In 19 when? 187. 187. 167. Active. active, Like still killing that the FBI was tracking and trying to catch. That's crazy if you think about it. Insane. Uh, Well, that's the thing. Most serial killers are not insane. Uh, Let's talk about some myths about serial killers real quick. Uh, Myth number one. And these are let me give some credit where credit is due here. I'm quoting out a scientific American, and they did a really good report on this. The They, they list five myths. Myth one, all serial killers are men. Not true. Not even little. In fact, if you ever watch the movie Monster, you would understand that women actually are about 50%. There, there's a 50-50% ratio. Here's the difference men get caught more than women do. Are <laughs> they're smarter than us? Uh, I'm saying they're, well, it has nothing to do with intelligence. It has to do with detail. And it, you know, we think differently regardless of what some people would have you believe. Men and women think very differently. Mm-hmm. Women are much more attuned to detail. That's why they make great managers. That's why they, they excel at certain in certain fields that men just can't do. Um, but that's why, you know, um, they say that 17% of all serial homicides are committed by women. 10% are, can, are, are committed of total murders are committed by women. But that's only the ones that they can prove. And they really feel that that number shoots up toward 50%. <laughs> So, the, the ability to be proven is what they're good at getting away with. Myth number two, all serial killers are Caucasian. Uh, a lot of people think that mostly us white, crazy white people are the only ones that do serial killers, and that's just not true either. Most of the big,
1: multi, multi, multi serial killers have been white, though. Uh, at
0: least the ones caught. In our country. In our country. Uh Well, obviously, that's different if you go to South Africa. No, no. Listen, I'm talking about sheer numbers of the the killed of the victims. Um, Numbers wise, how many victims? By far, Spanish uh, takes that. The Spanish population takes that title by far. Not even close. Um, But they would fall under Caucasian, would they not? Uh, not Hispanics, no. Not, not necessarily. Well, I guess you're right. Most people, do, you know, they divide us up by race. Another part uh, that I hate, but hey, that's what they do. You know, blacks, uh, whites, Hispanics, you know. But Hispanics by far, number-wise, blow us out of
1: water. I wonder how much of that is. No, I don't know. You... Now, is this serial killers or just homicides, period? No, serial killers. Okay. Sir, I don't care about other homicides. By yeah. the way, I did look up intentional homicides per 100,000 by country. Uh, you're, it's got to be drug-related. The, the worst countries are Central America. By, not even close. Yeah, But it's El Salvador, Honduras, Venezuela, Jamaica, those countries. And some of those countries, El Salvador is the worst. They're at like 82 per 100,000. The United States, who's somewhere in the middle, is like seven. No. Five. Yeah, just huge, huge numbers for the Central American countries. And that's got to be drug related. It,
0: either drug related. Well, I don't know that it's drug related because the way they actually classify, and let me look up my report.
1: Now, I'm here. not talking serial killers. This is just.
0: Homicide, Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was going to say, because there's a very different view in how they rate someone who's a serial killer versus someone who... Like, we had a conversation when I told you I was going to do this about El Chapo. El Chapo has killed a multitude of people. Directly and Directly and indirectly. And indirectly. But this is more treat- about a very specific... And one of the articles I read, a hunter... Someone who it's is personal. It's very personal. Not business. Where Al Chapo was about business. Business. Money. He's about business. We talked about Hitler. That wasn't about business. That was about political goals. This is very personal. Yep. Uh, and most serial killers get very fixated. Some of the some of the ones that uh, weren't. Ted Bundy, he didn't care. He'd just walk up on a car and say, Oh, well you did boom and done. Uh, yeah. one of the other things that we talked about was guns used in serial kill. Very few guns are ever used in a serial killer. It's not personal enough. It's not personal enough. They want to get up close, up you know, they have planned,
1: maticulated. They want to see the look in your eyes as yes. Life
0: escapes from your body. Yeah, exactly. Uh, myth number three all serial killers are isolated dysfunctional loners not it at all uh, the uh, Ted, Bund- uh, Ted Bundy I mentioned him ladies man You know, he was he was all was married uh, John Wayne Gacy had 30, 30 was it 30 or 40 32 I think young men buried in his crawlspace. To the point that he had it drawn up and gridded and knew the, the how long it should take each person to, to decompose, decompose yeah. so he could bury another person on top of him. Jeez. <laughs> in his crawl space. Only got caught because of the smell. He couldn't get rid of the smell. And he got sloppy at the very end with his last victim. He tried to throw him in the river and got caught that way. That's how he got caught. He had police in his house for dinner. With thirty men buried under his under his cross base, scary stuff. Blamed it on blamed it on uh, uh, sewage backing up. <laughs> um. So you know, where was I going? Oh, myth number four: All serial killers travel widely and kill via the interstate, which we've seen movies about this all the time. Oh, the truck driver, the lone guy. Driving up and down the road, killing these people, burying them. This is very much more silence of the lambs, according to the FBI. They kill what they covet. They kill what they see every day. So, usually, uh, they kill in a very small region, and then they bury them or get rid of the bodies in a much bigger region to throw off the authorities, because these are not stupid people. Do <laughs> so, you remember the DC sniper? Yeah. I wonder if he would be considered a serial what I was killer. With. Now,
1: the, the thing that made me, that initially come to mind is you were talking about people we, that we tend to think of serial killers as killing like along an interstate. Well, that's absolutely what they did. They killed up and down I-95. And at the time I lived uh, within a few miles of 95 and worked, the store that I worked at was half a mile from I-95. and. There was a period of about three or four months when we had some for, some sort of federal law enforcement that was in our parking lot. Didn't know it for a while, but they began after a while to come in and introduce themselves to me and ask if they could use the restroom. was well, that, that scary? I mean,
0: you lived through that. Yeah, so it was very
1: scary. You had a small daughter yeah, at it the time. Was absolutely scary. I mean, most of the people back during the D.C. Sniper, they were killed at gas stations that were directly off of an exit for my 95 right uh i made sure there there was a year year and a half that i did not go to any gas station within five miles of the university
0: and how how they were killing you know they had taken the door the the lock out of the the boot and he was sniping through that hole you know that small hole and that's that's something else that it says that most serial killers we believe are loners uh, he very much had a willing accomplice, the son. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They're nope. still in prison, right? They didn't get the death penalty, did they? No.
1: Yeah, I think the father might have, but he's not been executed. It's still on appeal
0: or whatever. If he did, yeah, I, I think they're still alive. Number five myth um, that serial killers are either mentally ill. Um. Mo. <laughs> Mochi just joined us and wanted to know why we were celebrating again.
1: <laughs> because we can.
0: Yep, yeah, because we can. Number five is that all serial killers are either mentally ill or evil geniuses. Not necessarily the case. They're just methodical. I would disagree.
1: But at some level, they are broken. At some oh, yeah. deep level that you can't get around. They are broken. They may be able to fake it. They may be able to go out in public. They may be married and have kids and, uh, you know, a happy social life. They are screwed up psychologically.
0: Well, here's what it says. It says neither of these two stereotypes are quite accurate. Instead, serial killers are much more likely to exhibit antisocial personality disorders, such as uh, psychology, Uh, psychopathy or sociopathy, um, which are not considered to be mental illnesses by the APA. Yeah, I don't even know if we have a term for what they've got wrong with them,
1: but there's something. You remember what you said when you let off with this? How can you do this repeatedly? Yeah. You said, I can understand how you get mad at someone you love, you know? I can, get mad. I can understand how you got pissed off at the neighbor because he let his dog poop in your yard for the 119th time. Whatever it is, I can understand one person how you could get angry enough to do something stupid. It's not okay. It's not an excuse, but I can understand how you get there. We're saying, I don't even know how you get to the point that you want to
0: kill upteen people. Yeah, no. People you don't even know. And do so with such intense emotion toward that person. Yep. You know, because most of these killers, it's savage. It's not like, oh, I stabbed you in the heart, and then you walk away. It's brutal. It's savage. You, Most of these killers take a trophy. Yep. You know, and Jigsaw from the movie series, uh, Saul, was a direct representation of that. He always cut a piece of their skin out in the, in the piece in, in the shape of a puzzle piece um that's real do we want to tell
1: do, do we want to get really personal with this sure remember when you and your family moved into your house and we were oh, up in your gosh. attic
0: oh gosh and we found
1: <laughs> we found this case of toenail clipping it was the big box The big box. Yeah. We're pretty
0: sure that it was a serial killer who was collecting tropes. So, the backstory there, real simple, real quick. We're running so far out of time. (laughs) (laughs) So, when I bought my house, it had one bathroom downstairs, and we wanted to put a full bathroom in upstairs. And Jerry and I did this, took this undertaking on by ourselves. And when we started doing it, we found this huge wooden box. It was a wooden box. And we opened it up, and we're like, well, this is new. <laughs> and we opened it up, and it has all these little wooden boxes that were like displays. Like yep. it was, it looked like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it looked like each little box, inside each little box, which was now open once you opened the big doors, had a display of a, a, it was a its something. its own display case. Yeah. And, and there was like 30 boxes inside it. And one of them was like used toenail or old toenail clippings. (laughs) One of them was used band-aids. One of them was used condoms. One of them was all Barbie heads. Uh, It was the
1: craziest, nuttiest thing. Suffice it to say, whether they were caught or not, that remains disputed. But your house was previously occupied, most
0: likely, by serial killers. (laughs) (laughs) Well... We're not even going to talk about the taped up box <laughs> under the front porch. That, yep. uh, I think my son Josh finally braved up. I was I, I, I was not going to touch it. I was afraid there was like a skull in it or something. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> oh, man. Anywho, uh, where was I at? Oh, So, Jerry. Yes. Now, don't cheat. I won't cheat. Okay. Per capita. Just so you see, I don't like cheating. Oh, no, I was. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about cheating because of what I'm about to say. Okay. Per capita, that means all things equal. Okay. Population wise. Which state has produced the
1: most serial killers? That's not fair because you actually told me this. I I know. I told you not to cheat the other day. (laughs) I can't because I don't recall. But I do remember it was a state that you normally would not think of as one of the... Yeah.
0: So you uh, would normally think California, New York, well, so, really. but it's because of population. Not per capita, I wouldn't
1: think of right. those guys. I would think of those guys in terms of total number right. of killings. Right. But per capita, I mean, holy crap. California's got so many people, it would take a holy shitload of killings to be in the top per capita. I'm going to... Per, per? Proportional
0: to its population. Right. Alaska. That's right. Is, that's right. without a doubt, the most popular state among serial killers with 15.65 serial killings per 1 million adults. And when you told me that, I
1: said it makes sense because due to the huge periods of time that they go with very, very little sunshine at the wrong time of the year, they're known to be far and away the most depressed state in the Union. So yes. that didn't surprise me because of that.
0: Well, that, and, you know, anywhere in the north. West or any of the Midwest, uh, when you get into those sparsely populated states, you have a very significant lack of mental health capabilities. Yep. And I, you, Like we said a minute ago, there's no way that even if it's not recognized by the ADA or the APA, there's some mental connections here. <laughs> you don't just wake up one day and say, I want to start butchering people every, every week until I get every- caught. Uh, the number two state, I'll cover these real quick, Nevada. Uh, number three, Florida. It's the first big state with a big population center. That one surprises me. Yeah. and You know, what I think is funny, in Florida especially, is like, I wonder if the serial killer's best weapon of choice is like dentures or... <laughs> Maybe it's old people, you know, it's known as the retirement state. Maybe it's old people who are
1: <laughs> tired of living in pain. I don't know. Okay,
0: I got, I got to say this because, sure. you know, I used to do home health and, and deal with old people, elderly people a lot. And now I'm back in a situation where I'm dealing with elderly people a lot. And I just got to throw this stuff out here to you and for our listeners. Okay. Well, I've probably given it away, but that's okay. Where do you think the number one surge for sexually transmitted diseases is? I'm sure it's the elderly. It's absolutely in nursing homes. because they to know
1: better, too young to give a crap, right? Well,
0: it's Viagra. That's
1: what every... That's part of it. Yes. I think there actually comes a point, though, that that old saying becomes true. Yeah. They know better. They just don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> they really don't. So, the fact that the nurses are going to walk in at any second, they don't care. Yeah. Well, the fact that their children might the come right? in, they don't care. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of dementia set in. <laughs>
0: Bottom line, they don't care. If they can, they can, and they are. And they will, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think that's the number one criteria at that point. Can you? Yep, let's do. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, California. Oh, geez. That surprises me
1: that they are actually that high with the high number of population they have.
0: Yeah, you would think that would drop the
1: number down. It does show you that some of the most prolific serial killers has come from that area.
0: Well, here's the other thing, too, that a lot of people forget about California. California has the highest, by far, number of homeless people. And by far, the number one cause of homelessness is some sort of mental, mental affliction. Or drug drug addiction. They do have the highest numbers. I don't know
1: per capita how that would relate to homelessness. I think it's probably big
0: enough to to be able to. Could be. Yeah. Number five, Washington. Number six, Oregon. Um, And as long as you're not in the first six, you don't go to Florida, and you stay on the East Coast, you're good. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm learning here. Number seven, Louisiana. Uh, and that's pretty much where we're going to stop that list because um, basically, Louisiana, Florida, stay away from, and don't go out west. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> the The report that I read that disturbed me the most, and you, you didn't think that there was much validation in it, but I'm going to read it anyway, uh, is that uh, at once... Uh, The report said at some point in your lifetime, you will encounter, it doesn't mean you talk to, doesn't mean you shake hands with, you may brush by them in the mall, you will encounter a serial killer at some point in your life. That's crazy. Yeah, but I think that number
1: is probably misleading.
0: No, I've met one. If he doesn't have bodies buried in his basement. You have no idea. No, let let me tell
1: you. you Let me tell you. You think he's weird.
0: Oh, Look, I'm weird, Jerry. How
1: many murders <laughs> has he been convicted of?
0: Oh, that's the catch, exactly. you see. That's Zero. the catch. If he had been convicted, he wouldn't be a serial killer. He would be a caught oh, killer. So no serial killers are convicted and caught? Well, after they're caught. But this guy, <laughs> he's not got caught yet. Listen, I'll tell you after we get off air, okay. all about that. I can't online because privacy. names would be involved yeah. in privacy. But this guy has bodies in his basement, <laughs> I guarantee you. Let me ask it. Did you
1: believe this strongly enough to call law enforcement and notify them? No.
0: Exactly. I knew it well enough never to be <laughs> anywhere around. around this guy where I wasn't in public with other people around and There you go. <laughs> Oh, man. I, do we want to keep going? Let's see. Where are we at? Oh, we're already over an hour. Wow. Um <laughs> Oh, wow. So let me just throw a few more stats sure. real quick. Uh, the addiction to serial killers is a real thing in America. People watch anything that has serial killers attached to it. As an example, Ted Bundy's article on Wikipedia, 29.4 million views in, in 2019 alone, Go one year. Here's the other thing. Currently, you do you want to know how many current active serial killers are in America? Sure. According to the FBI. Okay. What well, do you guess? 40. 40. Are I you say ready? 40. Are you ready to never leave your house again? Yeah. Go for it. 2,000 active current. Did you ever define we I did. don't
1: remember. Okay, I forgot. It's two or more. It's two, two or more, more at two different occasions. Two separate. Occasions. It can't be one occasion, right? To kill two people, right? right. Yeah. I, there was some other. When you was telling me about this the other day, there was someone else that had a definition, or it used to yep. be yep. four, yeah, uh, and it changed to two. So I'm sure that you know, going from four to two drastically increased the numbers.
0: Here's the actual definition. Via the FBI, okay. serial killing is the unlawful homicide of at least two people carried out by one or more people, which has occurred at different times and in separate events. It should not be mistaken with mass murderer, mass murder. Excuse me, which includes several victims at the same time at the same place. Yeah. So it, that's the that's the key. That's the difference. Two thousand of
1: those. Two thousand. That's according to the FBI. Yeah. Now, 50 states divided by 4 are 2,000. That's an average of 40%. Yeah,
0: yeah. 40 so per state. Now, that number of you passing one in the mall doesn't look so unbelievable.
1: And in the state of Kentucky, which, if I remember correctly, we have 120 counties. I think that's on the upper end. Most states have counties that are far larger and less counties. Uh, but even in the state of Kentucky, with one hundred and twenty counties, that means one for every three counties. So, if you were to look at, let's say, Franklin County, Anderson County, and Mercer County, we've got at least one serial killer here.
0: Yeah, I, and I know where he is, <laughs> and I know he's got bodies in his basement. <laughs>
1: you to call the state police, and let them
0: know. <laughs> All right. So, real quick, I told you we talked about numbers, and I want to go through this real quick. Sure. Uh, this is according to Wikipedia. So take it for what it is, okay? Okay. Um, If I were to tell you, and we had this discussion, so don't cheat, who, now this is proven victims. Victims that the serial killer has given details or taken them to bodies. Proven victims. What do you think that the number is for the worst serial killer since nineteen hundred?
1: If I remember correctly, I answered you with, I think, 80, 70, 80, somewhere around there. Again, I was also thinking United States. I wasn't thinking worldwide. Now, this is worldwide. This is
0: worldwide. But the answer is? 193. A lot of people. That's a lot of death. Now, they think, according to the MO and to a things that they can attribute to him. They don't have DNA testing, and you'll see why in a second. The number could be, the number could be over 300. Um, yeah, and somewhere along the line, if
1: I remember correctly, they typically only attribute a a murder to one of these guys if they can give clear and proven evidence. Well, absolutely. On. Once you get to 100, 120, 130, how many of these can you even remember? remember anymore? Well, I can tell you. The Golden State Killer
0: in California drew pictures of every one.
1: But my point is, most of these guys <laughs> like this one. Yeah. It could be 170 that they're official to count. Yeah. They believe it's over 300. The average person can't remember 300 different people and enough description
0: to be able right. for them to well, accurately I get, I get 100%. say that he did. Now, the United States is not to be undone, okay? Uh, there is an un... We contribute Harold Shipman. He's a doctor in America was a doctor in America. They think that his number was somewhere between 218 and 250. But he has yet, at the time of his death, had not been able to produce 218 bodies. But they felt like they had enough victims that met the criteria of his particular style that he was guilty. He denied it. So A doctor. A doctor.
1: Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah. Please tell me he was like Doctor Kevorkian. He was trying to do mercy killings. No. Yeah. He got. I was afraid of that. He He
0: had a god complex. He he had. So one hundred ninety-three for Luis Garvito, (laughs) and those killings happened in Colombia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. Uh, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru was next on the list with one hundred and ten from Pedro Lopez. The first American to actually get this list of the absolute most was Samuel Little, 1970 to 205. 60 guaranteed uh, or confirmed kills, possibly up to 93, uh, and he claimed 90. So uh, they confirmed 60 of those, uh, basically just a nasty dude. He hated women, he hated prostitutes, and that was his primary victims. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I, just, I know it's not rapid fire
1: week, but I just got the announcement on my news app that Pete Aradonda, however you pronounce his last name, the Uvalde School's police
0: chief, has just been fired. Oh, good. Absolutely. After those videos surfaced of the police officers standing outside while the shooting was still happening so inside. One hour and 14 minutes. Oh, gosh. Until they breached the room. Isn't yes. that stupid? Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that. yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. I hope he never gets a job in law enforcement again. I tell oh, you, would we'll have a very okay. tough time doing it. Let me, let me just, I, and you said it, we're not doing rapid fire. But we've often talked here, and I'm going to wrap up the serial killer stuff. Uh, They're bad. Stay away from them. If you feel weird, go away. Find somebody public. Go public. Stay away from the guy I know that lives in in Lexington. The video, we can't can't go a whole show. We talk often about how hard a police officer's job is. Very difficult. Um, And we don't make no bones about it. The video that came out Louisiana, I think, last week. Okay. Three officers had the guy subdued, yep. beat the holy snot right out of him. Yep. Why? I absolutely... This is why people have such a hard time giving the benefit of the doubt when people like this abuse the, the authority just coming How do you do not know that there's
1: you. video everywhere? In today's society, right. just assume that there is. Assume there is. Someone is peeking through a blind a fence with a, a, a mobile phone in their and they're videotaping, or you're on some webcam. It Just in today's society, assume everything you're doing is being taped. Yeah. I don't know why more cops don't get this. And it brings me back to what, if you remember when we were talking to, to Clay last time, and you mentioned about the, the one bad apple. And his comment was, there's too many of those. There's too many bad apples. Because if you claim it's just a few, then you'd have a few places that are corrupt. But the more and more that we find out that this is happening all over These guys beat the holy snot out of this guy. They did. He's not a good guy. He's like a lot of He wasn't innocent. He was guilty of what he was charged with, in my understanding, from what I've read. He was, uh, the original call was terroristic threatening or something. Sure. And I'm not he, defending this scumbag. But he deserved that. Call, but he did not deserve to be shackled and then get the holy crap beat down of him by two while another one videotapes it. Yeah. It's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I just, I had to bring that up because, yes. wow, How how is a entrusted member. With an, a a dictated authority that we give them, are you going to behave like that, knowing that everything in the world is videotaped? Right Don't you
1: think that this has proven, if nothing else, that we need to do a much better job of the selection process for yeah. police officers? We do. We're, we're not doing it right. We're not well, doing something. It we're correctly. not doing is correct. We're right. not finding the guys who are, have a tendency to do
0: this. But you know, the, they the police agencies and i understand they kind of are going through what everybody else in the nation is going through they're short-handed sure and they're trying to get bodies in the, you know bodies in the seats. and with everything that was said
1: still have one of the toughest jobs in the freaking world right let's not get around that let's not try to you know change that story uh, speaking of police by the way obviously i'm not going to have time to do my uh, Show this week, but it reminds me. Do you remember the the old show Barney Miller from years ago?
0: I remember it was a cop show. This this is the weird part. I remember the opening song. Okay. Yeah. And the guy with the mustache. That's all I remember. Well, there
1: was the black guy with the mustache? No, the The white guy. The chief. Barney Miller.
0: Yeah. His name was
1: Captain Barney Miller. Yeah. He had a uh, detective. Uh, Sergeant Wojciech, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Do you remember that? (laughs) No, I don't. I just told you everything I remember. Jewish guy, heavy set. Uh, He was always late for work, always late for work. And he'd come in one day, and uh, Barney immediately starts to rip him a new asshole. And he says, "But Barney, I've got a great excuse. Barney says, I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear him. He said, fine, I'll save it for next time.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do
1: with my show. I will save it until next time. Yeah and we will discuss it then And we, we apologize for going so over
0: <laughs> although I don't know why we're used to you know we well, do it all, you all the time. You know this is this is what we do. you know this right is right. you know first of all, serial killers. do we need here's the big debate and here's why I brought it up because it, it, it in our show, do we need to cover that more? Probably for, and here's, here, here's here's the way I think, and here's okay. the two ways of thinking of it.
1: Sure.
0: Do we need to bring it up more so people are more aware that it's real, that it happens? We have 2,000 lunatics yeah. on this. Or do we not bring it up more because no. we don't want to make
1: Everyone people scared to
0: death. either right. scared to death or we don't want to produce more because they might think that's their ticket to fame? Yeah. You know? I still say, if there is an average of forty per
1: state, we've already determined that between Franklin County, Anderson County, Mercer County, we've got at least one. You said the guy in Lexington, but that's neither. That's of those so that's a that's a different guy. guy. So we've got another one that we don't know of within this three county area. I Probably know
0: him too. I think
1: <laughs> <laughs> just based upon the fact that you know some weirdos, or yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> But, yeah, based upon the fact that it's 40 per state, I'd say we need to have a little more conversation about
0: this. Yeah, I'd say thumbs up on that too, brother. Um, all right. Wow. That was a long show. Been at, uh, hour 17. So the people that actually wanted more, you got a little more today. Bonus yep. material. <laughs> we will be back for our live listeners on Sunday with Clay as we talk about the national uh, surveillance state. We did the state and local last time. The state, mainly really state, mainly just local, yeah. a little
1: bit of state. This time we're going to get into
0: NSA, the real, CIA, the stuff. the stuff that you really should keep you up at night. Yeah, I mean the real scary stuff. It's bad. Um, parting right. words. Until next time. Until next time. One other parting word. Oh. We really need to
1: consider cutting out alcohol. It's every time we do it, we're like an hour and
0: 15-minute minimum.
1: (laughs) This time, an hour and 17-minute, and we only covered one of the two topics.
0: Well, you know, I don't necessarily blame that on the wine.
1: And I also say, why should we have to suffer as a result of our own success?
0: (laughs) Right? We're, We're celebrating based on our success.
1: So why should we be punished. Why should we have to be the ones to suffer because of that? Well, I don't know what you mean. Does that mean we should have wine every week? I'm saying, yes, if we were to abstain, we're punishing ourselves. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I so, so why would we do that? Yeah, good point. I agree. We agree on something. Holy crap. So, the, in other words, the podcast may get longer,
0: but yeah. we're not going to quit. <laughs> no, it's too much fun now. We're, we're in now. <laughs> Guys, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for liking. Uh, also, had a couple of great comments. We forgot a comment on, uh, we'll save it for next time. We got a great email about the Three Gorges Dam in China. Uh, and that was in response to what we talked about in Saudi Arabia. We want to bring that up next time. One of our rapid friends. Yeah. So, uh, send us your emails. Newsworthy with Steve and Jerry at gmail.com. Yep. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Till next time. Bye.